featuring the strongest, toughest podcast hosts in Maine, pound for pound, keeping you up to date on all the latest news in health and fitness from the OA Performance Center in Saco. This is the OA Performance Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 18 of the OA Performance Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're enjoying this warm weather that we're finally getting here in the good old state of Maine. Like they say, if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute, it'll change. Oh, absolutely. Nothing like having a 90 degree day smack dab in the middle of the week. Right. And then with this warm weather, as we've seen, we get an influx of adults in the gym getting ready for that summer bod. (laughs) I think that's what they're mostly training for. Yep. Um, So today we want to talk about goal setting. Uh, For those of you that are listening that may be struggling a little bit with um, knowing where to go or how to get there or where to start, uh, we're going to want to talk about today our our experiences in the past with our adult population, our general population, and just things that have worked and things that really didn't work. Right. Um, You know, I think, you know, buddy Martin Rooney says it best. He goes, goals are dreams with deadlines. I love that. That's a good one. Goals are dreams with deadlines, you know. And he and Martin's like is a big one. That's he's one of the guys that, you know. I've always been a goal oriented person, but he just takes it to the next level about the importance of it and how to how to set goals uh, and how to really set goals. And I've really learned a lot from him um, as it relates to that. And you know, it's something I pass along, starting to pass along to my kids now about you know how to set goals for. You know, for life as it relates not just to athletics, but other things you wanna you wanna get to. So it's it's big, you know. Yeah, and I think there's an art. There's an art to setting goals because if you set goals that are are unachievable, you're just setting yourself up for frustration. And I think that's sometimes what we see in a gym setting is the general population. You know, and kids do it too. Kids have goals. Um, the goals will be too broad, not specific enough or too unrealistic. If your goal is weight loss and your goal is to drop 50 pounds in, in three months, you know, I think you're setting yourself up for a little bit of failure. So I think really being a realistic and making your goals be something achievable and being honest with yourself, having somebody else there with you to help you set your goals. Yeah. So you're not the only one doing it. Right. You're right. It's like they, they look at the end the end result, but not necessarily the small baby steps it takes to get there. Yeah. So, you know, you have the, the big goal, which is great, you know, using your example of weight loss, but there aren't really any measurable small baby steps in the process to get there that's going to help your motivation. It's just like, all right. I'm just gonna keep trucking along here and by such and such date if I'm not 50 pounds lighter or whatever, uh, I didn't reach my goal, so. Well, no, no, Dan, I think what's even worse is like if you, you know, in terms of the gym or in sports is if you just come in without a goal, right? Like you just come in into the gym like, oh, it's time to work out today, you know, but you don't have a goal or you're not trying to reach a goal, like yeah. it really, like you're not focused, you know, like I found like, during that time period where if I don't have a goal for, or if I haven't written out a program yeah, for myself. Yeah, I was going to say, the program part. Yeah, you know, like, you're just like, okay, I'm just going to wing it. But you don't really push yourself. You don't really achieve anything, you know. You know, the best analogy is like that you're an archer without a target. 
right? Like you're practicing archery, <laughs> but you've got nothing to measure. Like, yeah. you know, how good is your accuracy? How good is your focus? And, um, you know, that's that's one of the, the biggest things. Like, not only does it provide you with focus, but it provides you with direction, you know, and it, and it helps you drive action, yep. you know, behind it. Yeah, you got to know what you're training for. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, if you just go in the gym without a program, you just end up doing chest and arms. <laughs> exactly. You know? Or you're just like, oh, that's enough. Yep. You I'm know, done. you never really push yourself. Like, you're sweating. You know, a good example is like just the program we're doing now. You know, that like that program is markedly different than me just coming in and oh, I'm gonna, I think I'm working hard. But then you come in and do something completely different. You're like, oh, well, I, I want to hit I want to hit this at the end of the day. And boy, at the end of the you know, it's just such a marked difference in how your body feels. Yeah. You know? I, I th- this is the first time in my life that that I've done a program not made by myself or someone I'm working out with who I can complain to and say this is stupid right. and then change it. Right. Right. Or complain to myself and say, why the, Why did I do that? That's dumb. Well, that's the thing. You write your own program. Right. You you're more apt to change something on there. Sure, I have I have uh, free free will to change it. I created it. Yeah. I can change it's it. My right. It's my program. <laughs> or and your program tends to be just the exercise you like to do. Yeah, yeah. not you the know? stuff you need. Not a lot of variety. Yeah, you know. So it's I don't know how we got on that tangent, but it's but it just goes back to like, hey, it's important to have it's important to have goals and have you know the other thing that goes along with it, which we'll come to. <laughs> But, you know, very clear ways in which to measure your achievement of mm-hmm. those, right. right? And then let someone know about your goals, you know, whether it be a spouse or a good friend or a parent or a brother or sister, I don't know. But, you know, have, have someone aware of your goals to help keep you accountable. Yeah, accountability is huge. That's, a, that's where people fall. That's, you know, you get a day where you just don't feel like going in the gym. It's like, oh, I just don't want to go work out today. And it's like... Well, you know what? Okay, I guess I'll skip it. Where if you have someone that's holding you accountable, you're going. You're going. Yeah. Workout buddy, or you know, accountability is powerful. I've made a. I've always said it. Like, so there's a guy in town. His name's Mike Foley, right? Arguably, probably the best nutritionist, nutrition guy in the t- in town. You, yep. You can't go around too many people that are involved in fitness that have not don't either a know Mike Foley or b worked with Mike Foley. And I've always said, you know, Mike Foley, hey, he, yes, he knows nutrition. But the number one thing that Mike Foley does is you know on Monday that when you go see Mike Foley for your meeting, on Monday, Mike is going to put you on the scale and he's going to pinch your body fat. And Mike's been doing this for 30-some-odd years, and he knows whether or not you're sticking to your diet. So he's going to hold you accountable. Oh, well, you're up half a percent. What would you eat this weekend? Oh, did you decide to have a beer this weekend? He holds you accountable. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons why... He has such great success, mm-hmm. you know. So yes, you know you're exactly right. It's, you know you got to be able to ha- be held accountable, or have somebody hold you accountable, or be accountable for yourself in order to have success with with those yep. goals. Yep, agreed. So I guess the, the next phase of your goal setting or, or process is how do you plan to get there, right? Yeah, just to create a create a path. So once you've identified your goal. For the purpose of, you want to stick with weight loss, we'll stick with weight loss. So you're, you've decided that your goal is to lose weight. I think, I mean, there are 
a lot of a lot of different steps that you can take to get there. Um, but I think having the right people around you that are going to help you get there, like a gym with with a, an educated professional to give you advice in in the appropriate uh, exercise selection and programming, like we talked about, and um, someone who knows nutrition, a nutritionist, or or just someone who's educated in that field who can give you advice. That can be tough for people because you know the internet's saturated with that stuff. We were right. talking about the other day, yeah, where you just you can get any Joe Schmo on there claims to be expert in nutrition or whatever because they whatever they're doing is working for them or they read it somewhere and yeah. they, you know they're just a they're just an expert in that field which you don't really know if, if they're legit or what their resources are you know it's it's tough I think you've got to you know especially as it relates to weight loss you know the great way to break that down is okay you've got your master goal so say your goal is hey I'm gonna lose 30 pounds right then you've got to break it down into okay what are the what are the little goals that I need to do to achieve it. Because you can't just have the one big goal and then that's all the only thing you, you measure yourself by. So it's, you know, breaking it down from that. What's that mean? That, you know, if I want to lose 30 pounds, set a date for when that's going to happen. Yeah. Right. And then on top of that, so then you can kind of start to decide how many pounds a week do I want to lose? You know, so, hey, a really good goal and somebody's losing weight is, you know, two pounds a week is, a, is, you know that you are dialed in that's very that's achievable but it requires some discipline mm. you know so now you say okay two you know two pounds a week then you got to break it down okay daily what am I gonna achieve daily well number one I'm gonna get my butt to the gym yep right and what kind of workout am I gonna do that day right you can measure it all the way down to hey here's how many calories I'm gonna burn that day whether you're using metabolic method or using your heart rate monitor like you've got to have little goals that right. eke into and go into that bigger goal yeah and it feels great when you can you know you make those daily goals and then you check that box right right and then that builds your confidence and then you keep rolling and if you check all the boxes on a Monday you roll into a Tuesday check those boxes and it builds and it builds and it builds and it becomes easier and easier comes a habit 21 days to develop a habit yep right it's a long time yeah you know and it goes along with you know throughout the day you can have little goals too related to almost every hour if you wanted to get that crazy about yeah. it where it's like hey you know what this hour I'm gonna make sure um, that I take five big swigs off my water bottle all right or you know next three within the next three hours I'm gonna eat a small meal keep my metabolism going or at eight o'clock tonight I am not going to eat those three Oreos that I love. I'm going to stay away from sugar that day. Hey, it's it's little victories. That's yeah. little victories is our, what helps out. And if you can, you know, what they say is, hey, if you can do that 90% of the time, you're, you're in pretty good shape. But if you can achieve these little goals, these little victories throughout the day, all that stuff, it leads up, it accumulates, and it helps you achieve your big goal, mm, yeah. you know. And, I, you know, especially as it relates to weight loss, is somebody that's always have to has to like follow a diet or you know manage weight. I think Boyle side note. I think Boyle said it best. He's like never ever take advice from somebody that's always been skinny. 
right, as it relates to weight loss. Like, you've got to take advice for, that's a little tip, you know, take advice from somebody about weight loss or nutrition that's always had to battle with weight yeah. because they understand what works, right? It's just like taking advice from, you know, taking hitting advice from Ted Williams. Well, he's always had a natural swing. Why not take advice from the guy that wasn't necessarily the great hitter that had to work day in and day out on his swing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, oh, that's tough. I'd take any lessons from Ted Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Isn't it funny? Like, mm -hmm. we just, you know, how many podcasts have we had that we just always go back to nutrition? Yeah. Right. And I, we could I, not talk about any goal today, but we're on nutrition, right? Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Well, because that's, you're never going to get anywhere feel if your nutrition is not on point. Because I don't care, you know, your your goal can be performance on a field or on a court. Your goal could be weight loss. Your goal could be strength. Your goal can be um, run an Ironman. It, it doesn't matter. If your nutrition sucks, you will not get there. Right. Absolutely. You know, and it, like, like let's, let's kind of map it out. Like, you know, if you're a youth athlete, right, and your goal is to make the varsity team or make it to college, like, you're still following the same pathway, right? Yep. Like, you choose that goal. Yep. My goal is to make varsity football this year. Well, how are you going to do it? How would you break that down? All right? So if you're going to break that down, you're going you're gonna, to gonna have some smaller goals. Probably makes sense that you're going to have to get in the weight room, yeah. you know, four days a week. Guaranteed. Right? Maybe talk to your coach. What are some of the major lifts that <clears throat> I need to get stronger at and have in order to have better performance? Or better yet, hey, coach. <laughs> What do you think my weaknesses are? I was going to say that. That's why I like those exit interviews that coaches, a lot of coaches do at the end of the season. Yeah. You know, those, I think those those, I remember valuable. doing those. And those you know, were, uh, as a kid, you go in there and you dread it, right? Uh, I didn't really play much this year. It's like, I was going to say I stink, whatever. But you got to have the outlook of, all right, I can really learn right now what's keeping me from being a starting varsity player. Yeah. You're right. absolutely right with that. You know, so find out what your weaknesses are and work on those. Bring those up. You know, and so yeah, you gotta set weight room goals. All right, maybe talk to the coach. Besides just your weaknesses, hey, what else do I need to do? What position do I need to play? What what do I need to do just from a skill component in order to get better? Hmm. Maybe you need to go out and work on catching passes. You know, three or four days a week. Maybe you need to learn how to read coverages better, so that you can become you become a starter. So you go and, you go and set all those little goals for yourself throughout the day and then set a goal for yourself, hey, I'm going to make sure that you know, I am getting my workouts in five, six days a week and all that, all that time. So every day you're working little by little mm -hmm. to, to go achieve your ultimate goal of making varsity, right? Yeah, and I think it's, it, it's extremely important to remember that whether you're a young kid trying to make the varsity team or whether you're a college athlete looking to get drafted or whether you're an adult who who just wants to lose weight or get stronger or become more um, aerobically fit it's hard like there's gonna be days where you don't want to do it there's gonna be bumps and bruises and, and and aches and pains and and it's not all easy you know like exercising four or five days a week it's not always going to be easy 
being on a diet that allows you no sugar or no alcohol or, you know, it's not always easy. So you really have to buy into your goal, right? You can't just half-heartedly kind of want it, sort of. If it was easy, everybody would be fit. Right. Right. But I think that's so that's so important to remember. Like, fine, on a Friday night, if you're going to go out, is that more important? Is you going out that night more important than you reaching your goal? If the answer is yes, fine. But know that you're not getting any closer, that you're actually, you know, you're getting farther away from your goal. Yeah, and again... Now, the great thing about goals, like what you're saying, it aids in decision-making, right? Yep. It makes it real simple. Hey, should I skip my workout today? Well, is, is that going to get me closer to my goal? Right. Or farther away from my goal? Is that going to get me so I can lose that quarter pound today? Yep. Am I going to bring me closer to burning 1,000 calories today? Does it bring me closer to making varsity? How important is that to me, right? Going to the beach or making varsity at the end of the day? What's that feeling like? Yep. Right. You know, that's one of my talking points today. Is are you all in? Right. Yeah. I think one of the the other great thing that Martin said that's always stuck with me, and he's like, he always he breaks it down. He talked about this. He's like, how many people have goals? You know, and you're in a room and everybody raises their hand. Yeah. Okay. How many people have those goals written down? And about half the, half of the hands go down. Right. You know, like, oh, you don't even have them written down. Then he's like, all right, how many people have goals, have them written down, and have them in their pocket right now? And no hands. He's like, that's how I know if you're real. Because if you're serious about your goals, you've got them written down, you've got them in front of you, at somewhere where you can look at them every day to remind you, here's what I want to achieve. And it's that's been so powerful. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. You know, it's, I mean, again, that's the beauty of having like a workout log. Yep. There's your goal right in front of you. Yeah. Right? Like if you've got your, your max is written right at the top, hey, max squat, you know, 450, I want to beat that. There's your goal right there. And you're looking at it every day reminding yourself of mm -hmm. here's what I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Tracking workouts is so important, you know, and. I've done the I've done the show up and do whatever method, you know, and it just you re ultimately don't get anywhere. And I think it depends on motivation, like what motivates you. If you're internally motivated, you can you know, and you just you know that going to the gym is what you're gonna do, right? It's just part of your routine. It's you're hardwired to go to the gym and you do it. Then it's easier for you, right? But it's those externally motivated people, right? Those, those people that need a goal, they need something to show them that they're moving closer to their goal, whether it's a, a body fat, a weekly body fat measurement, like you were saying that yeah. Mike does, or um, weekly increases in your strengths that you're tracking on your, on, in your program, like something. If you can give yourself that and just see the progress that you're making, and we do it with our kids, with our with the strength testing and our and the cat club board that we have with performance reviews, and the kids can see themselves getting faster and getting stronger. 
without that stuff, it's really hard to to keep going. Right, right? stay motivated. Because as human beings, we, we need something. We need something that shows us that we're getting closer to our goal. You know, and I think, uh, you know, that kind of lends itself into, like, the next part of that. It's like setbacks, right? Yeah. Like, there's going to be times where you're going to have setbacks where you may not achieve your goal, right? But it doesn't mean give up, right? Like, what's the what's that phrase, like, setbacks or a setup for a comeback? You mm-hmm. know? Something like that, yeah. And it's it's so true. Like, you're going to have time periods where, like, hey, you know what? You, you didn't hit that two pounds in the week. Yeah. You only got one. All right, it doesn't mean give up. Like, goals are about the long term, you yeah. know, not just – not just short term, Quick like fixes, right? You know, you didn't get your bench press up to ten pounds that you wanted. Yeah. All right, well, re- reassess, reevaluate, you know, recalibrate, and hey, reengage into your goal. Yeah, maybe you set it back. Hey, two more weeks, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. But you've got to have, you've got to have some mental fortitude. You know, you've got to, you've got to be able to deal with that. I listened to several different podcasts and I've listened to a lot of really strong guys talk about dealing with injuries right they get injured and and if you're an athlete you're going to get injured you know at some point you're going to have to deal with an injury some are small some are big but I think what I've learned is you get injured and once you once you cope with it you sit down and you you evaluate what all right what can I do and I'm I'll use the the example of weightlifting like say you you blew out your knee right and you can't you can't do any your left knee is gone right so you deal with that and then you write down on a piece of paper every single exercise that you can do right and then that's and that you build your program off that and you continue on. Because we get that in here. Yeah. Kids will get hurt. Oh, I can't come in. Well, you have three other limbs. Yeah. Right. Right? right. There's ways around it yeah. to maintain fitness. You know, it may not be a full 100% effort, Yeah. but you're able to get in here and get moving and still try to stay on track to your, reaching your goal. I think it's, it's a mental it's a mental hurdle. You see it a lot. I mean, I'm sure you saw it coaching guys who get hurt who just shut it down and do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like rehabbing arms. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, because kids. Because you don't look injured. Kids, right? Yeah, you're kids not on crutches. Grow. You're not in a cast. Right. You know, you don't have a brace on your knee, or you're you're not in a sling. Probably. Right. You know, you're just it. You don't look injured. You just can't participate. Right. You know, with setbacks, you know, where you don't achieve your goal, like. Those can be some of the most powerful lessons you reach, yeah. right? Like it could be, hey, you getting injured, like going back to baseball, but <laughs> you get in, you injured in your throwing motion. Could it be? Could be you've been ignoring people telling you, hey, something doesn't look like the mechanics, and hey, now you've had the setback, but now it gives you a chance to reevaluate. Like, hey, you know what? I've been. I'm glad I got this injury because you know what? I've been mean to deal with my mechanics for a long, long time. Yeah. Or, hey, you know what? I didn't make uh, varsity. I didn't make varsity, and the reason why is because coach said my attitude isn't right. And you know what? I've been knowing that for a long time. And now you really get a chance to learn about yourself or what you're doing and recalibrate. And 
hey, it can it can help you lead to even greater success than if you actually had achieved that goal. Yeah. yeah. Or it may help you appreciate the achievement of that goal even more. Right. Yeah, I think so. Right? I mean, it's a tougher road to get there. If if you've experienced failure, right? If you've never experienced failure, how do you know how good success feels? Like, you know, and you see that going back to your example of that you gave of of Ted Williams kind of in a different light, like that dude had success all the way through, right? He was right. the best, the best, the best. I think it, and not taking anything away from Ted Williams, you know, because anyone who's played baseball has failed a time or two, but I, guy. yeah, I think if you, if you can learn to deal with failure and if you've experienced failure, then that makes you that more driven to to work hard to find success. Test your grit. Yeah. Like how bad do you want it? You're going to run with your tail tucked between your legs because you know what hit the fan? Or are you going to be like, you know what? Let's go. Stick your chest out. Keep going. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, I think this, you know, setbacks are, are, are part of it. Yep. You know, it's part it's part of the whole goal process. And anybody that's ever achieved anything has, has, has had those. You know, so just be prepared to deal with it, you know, and... Um, you know, make the necessary adjustment in your program or your training or whatever you're trying to achieve or yep. grades on how you how you can get better. You know, but it's it's part of that entire process. I think the, the best way you can start to combat that bump in the road is train for your weak areas, right? Look, what are your weak areas? Is it your you know, on your you have weak ankles or, or knees or do you find that your drive is weak? You know, attack those areas first, and your chances of getting injured are going to be less, um, and your your chances of failure may be a little bit less too. Right? Like training the things that you're good at or doing the things that you're good at isn't going to make you better. Right? You're already good at those things. Why don't you try to approach the things that you're not good at? Because those are the ones that are hard. That's that's the stuff yeah. that people avoid. Mm-hmm. Like doing the stuff that you need to do is hard. What do you think is the? Uh, give me an example. What do you think's like the, out of, of all the memories? You know, you've been on this earth for thirty-nine years, Adam. You know, just had a birthday last week, right? What do you think is like, you know, a goal that your most powerful goal that you set yourself and like and achieved? You know, Ooh. I think for me, like getting back to that that kid that wants to make varsity. You know, not making varsity my freshman year. In bas- baseball, I did. Basketball, I didn't. And that was a big setback. So I was like, you know, I thought I was going to make it. Yeah. I'll never forget. Like, remember, I remember a previous podcast, uh, we talked about, we all have that one coach that kind of helped us out, you know, that you remember? Mm-hmm. I remember mine was my JV coach that year. That year, he's like, you know what? Well, let's put in some extra time. How bad do you want it? And I did. You know? Yeah. I made varsity the next year. So... That sticks out to me. I think I was, yeah, I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. So you had a goal for yourself freshman year to make it varsity, and, you didn't, and it didn't happen? Nope. Yeah. Um, you know, I could have very easily been, oh, it's because I don't have the, the last name of the rest of the kids, their dad's all in here, you know. It's, oh, the coach doesn't like me. You hear that a lot. Yeah. coach yeah. doesn't like me, I don't play. nuts. Yeah. yeah. Like, I knew it. It's like, you know what, I could be better. So I'd shoot hoops out front of my parents' house, so the neighbors would be like, you know what? It's time for Adam to go to bed. We're sick of hearing that basketball bouncing, you know. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Kevin? What do you think is uh, probably the most goal, best goal experience for you? I've told you guys both this story before. Um, so my senior year of high school, I decided I wasn't going to play soccer because I knew I wanted to play baseball in, in college. Um, so I tried out for like a, a college prep baseball team and I didn't make it, I got cut. And the coach told me that he didn't believe I had the talent to play college baseball. And I remember I was devastated and I hadn't, I hadn't been cut from very many teams in my life. I hadn't, but that's an example of like, I hadn't really experienced that type of failure before. And I remember my dad talked to me, he was telling me like, he doesn't get to decide whether you play college baseball or not, you do. And I was well, that's like, that's a good right. line. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And I made it my my goal right there to play to that I was gonna play college baseball. So I found a different team to play on that fall and um didn't really I played basketball but I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it because I remember, you know, doing off season training. Going to the cages in the winter time, and then I played in the. At the same time, I was applying to schools and talking to coaches, and wound up going to her sinus and played four years. Was was pretty successful ultimately. So, yeah, that was that was my. What about you, Stan? Oh, I was trying to rack my brain. I was going through this, been so many, but <laughs> you know, probably I would say like one of my goals that most part of so. When I got out of the military, um, I knew that I wanted to be an athletic trainer. And quickly after knowing that I wanted to be an athletic trainer, like my goal, I'm like, I'm gonna work for the Boston Red Sox. Like that, that was my goal. And I, the whole way through, so I knew like along the way, well, if I wanna play for the Boston Red Sox, I, uh, you know, I, I better learn a little bit more about like how to be a good trainer for, for baseball. And of course I was at USM, so I made sure that you know, I got assigned to the baseball team as a student trainer, and I worked with those guys. Um, you know, the entire time I was there, and I also, I also kind of started mapping around, like, oh well, where do the best college guys go to if they want to get exposure to um, play professional baseball? And I learned, like, oh, that place is the Cape Cod League, and so I did some digging around and found out, well. Who hires? There's got to be tra- athletic trainers for those teams, and who does the hiring for that? Well, I found out the physical therapy organization that they had an internship, and you know, you can work at the work at the physical therapy clinic and be the athletic trainer for a team. So, I spent. I moved down for the summer, worked for the Hyannis Mets in a, in a physical therapy organization down there. Then next school, hey, I'm going to make sure I make some connections, talk to a couple scouts, a couple of the coaches. I actually did physical therapy on, I can't remember his name, he was the former uh, commissioner for Major League Baseball. Um, and it's completely, um, it was before C-League. Um, John B. Gump? No. Uh, it'll come to me after the podcast. He's a G, though, I know that. No. Um, I don't, I just can't remember his face. But anyway, I did his rehab. He, he had a, he had a, a spine problem. And so then I, I finished up with that, and... Um, lo and behold, I started looking around on, on PBATs, found out the Red Sox were hired for internships 
I said, well, I'm going to apply for that and found out, you know, when I, I interviewed for that position, well prepared. And when they gave me the call, said, hey, we'd like to hire you, but we're not hiring you for the internship. We're actually hiring you to be a full-time athletic trainer for one of my minor league teams. And it felt so good. Like, hey, that's the achievement that I was looking for at the very beginning. That took me two and a half years to get yeah, to that Yeah, that's a long goal. That's, you know? a, that's a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. But it's just an example of just you got to break it down into little successes. But, yeah, it's just... That's pretty cool. That was Yeah, that's a good example of breaking it down into steps, right? Like, you can't, you can't go from student at USM to trainer for the Red Sox in one step. Right. Right? And it's, you know, you can't go from sedentary and overweight to fit and lean in one step, you know? Right. There, there's so many steps in order to get there, and you've got you've, you've to gotta break it down. And I think that's an issue these days, is people want instant gratification. Yep. Because, you know, the, the Internet and... Facebook and Instagram is littered with before and after pictures, yeah. right? You see them everywhere, and they're powerful, right? But the before and after pictures that you see are are not always what's realistic, for right? Everybody, they see right? that they they think it's easy, right? But it, you know, it's it's just life in general. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and make six figures. You know, I can go on a tangent with this, yeah. but it's just everyone wants it now. They don't necessarily know how to put the work in get that goal or says I want it now yeah but the work is what feels so good in the end right getting in the trenches getting you know. your hands dirty yeah did you just look up the yeah Faye Vincent oh I was way off that was, that was I, it it must be an older guy yeah. I actually just wrote an article in uh, Gorham Times about that and I called it's called the the name of it was uh, it's not about the game and it talks about like everybody kind of gets a lot of players coaches you always get caught up in hey game time game time and it's like and that's what makes or breaks you or your statistics. And really what it's about, what we talk about, is like really what makes you, what fortifies you and you mm-hmm. forge your character out of. Is it's about the process. Yeah. It's about, you know, hey, going into the trenches and doing the work and learning about, you know, success and failure and goals. And, you know, and if you, and if you get excited about the process, the outcomes kind of take care of themselves. You get excited about the training and coming to work and, and doing the work hey, then when it comes game time, it's all gravy. That's the easy part. Right. I remember thinking back to what we just talked about, our own goals. Like I remember that year, too. There was a there was a junior on the basketball team that year. I didn't make varsity, and he was so lazy. Yeah. He was he was playing the position I would be playing. But, you know, his family was friends. With, you know, it's like everybody knew he was a good kid. I was like, that kid's complacent, man. I'm going to go after his position, right? Yeah. Sure enough, that's the position I took. He didn't. He didn't start that following year. He quit. Yeah. As a senior, remember that? So I took his jersey. <laughs> that was a good feeling. Because that's the thing. Like the, the old quote, you see it all the time. You know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah. Complacency is the worst. It's the devil. Yeah. You start get. You see someone that's complacent, or you start getting complacent. Uh-oh. Kick oh. Kick yourself in the butt, man. You used to see it all the time. I, I was. T- it was funny, my son asked me, my youngest son asked me about this, like, did you ever, when you were the Red Sox, did you ever work with anybody that that um, should have been in the major leagues but didn't? And I'm like, oh, that's what yeah. all minor leagues is all Literally. about. Yeah. You know, like I saw guys that had, you know, no exaggeration, probably could have been an all-star, like an MLB all-star. And I can remember a couple guys in common, like they had it all. Like, you know, five-tool player, 
hit, power, cannon for an arm, all kinds of speed, but attitude, lazy, poor attitude, or guys that like entitlement, entitlement, yeah, what you know, way more interested in you know in you know drinking out at bars, yeah. spend their you know priorities, yeah, not having priorities. You know, because it's like you, you get to a certain level, like that was your goal. Like, oh, I'm, I'm there now. Okay. All right. Got drafted. All right. Yeah. Check. Right. Good. Yeah. Got money. Got 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 yep. pretty good payday for that. Right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just gonna ride it. I'll, I'm a sure thing to the major leagues. Oh no 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 no. Or like people that are trying to lose weight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I'm fit. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. 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 Right. You you know? you, you make your goal yeah. of losing the weight, and then it's a lifestyle. It's not yeah. Right. All right. I think, you know, just to summarize how I think we've hit home how important goal setting is and and that without a goal you're kind of just you're in no man's land. So so sit down with yourself and, and write down your goals. Write down your goals and, and I like I like the idea of keeping them with you and so you can see them all the time. Know that you're gonna have setbacks know that it's not going to be easy but really ask yourself how bad do you want that how, how what are you willing to give up because with every with every goal there are going to be things that you have to give up right there's going to be things that you have to do less of um, surround yourself around people that are going to hold you accountable yep. walk the walk if you say you're going to do it do it um, and f- find you know find reliable resources and yep. performance center is a great one that's right. You gotta don't do it alone. We got a plethora of well-enabled coaches here that can get you there where you need to go. Right. That's what we do. Um. Well, all right. Till next time. Don't forget to check into our website for updates. Um. Summer schedule. And coming soon. Oh, yeah. We'll be hearing soon about our new youth open gym program. Yeah, That's can't big. wait to launch that. It's gonna be big. Yeah. All right. And if you've oh. if you've got questions, right. email me, kwilson at orthoassociates.com. Um, love to hear from you. Don't get, don't forget to give us a rating on whatever, wherever you're listening, whatever platform you're listening on. Or if there's certain topics you want us to talk about. Yeah. We can help you out. Love to hear from you. Till next time, guys. Stay fit. <laughs>